Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone in America and around the world. This is All You Need to Know Radio, and I am your host, John Hollywood. People all my life have doubted me. They Then came the success of my first company at 19 years old. Now I've been on the radio for over 18 years with two different number one shows. Luckily, we have been blessed that way. Now I'm being asked, what is next? My response was very easy. In the words of the iconic Madonna, I want to rule the world. I want to do it in a different way, however. I want to educate the world with the truth where our country is right now. I am ready for the challenge. The question is, do you want to come along for the journey of your life with me? We shall see as All You Need to Know Radio starts right now. Tell everybody about yourself. 
Oh, uh, well, let's see. I am here in Dallas, Texas, along with you, and uh, do a lot of political posts that I try to stay kind of outspoken but pretty rational and try to break it down and make it easy. Uh, I guess my favorite story about me ever being on the air is I did a Fox News interview a few years back, and we were talking about LGBTQ rights. And uh, oh, marriage and the uh, uh, the host got fired for the interview. So let's hope that doesn't <laughs> happen to you. <laughs> exactly. No, well, it's my show. It won't happen to me. What made you contact Good. us? What 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 brought your attention to our show and said, you know what, I want to be a part of that. I, I think we were just having a conversation. I just said this is a topic you should discuss, and I think from there we decided that we would try to do it together. I think that is also. And let's once also welcome to our amazing show, number one worldwide, by the way, guys, all because of you. We are live on Instagram right now for the next five minutes. After that, you can call 516-531-9990, and we'll be more than happy to uh, let you listen to the show there. Almost. Can you tell everybody yes, about Yes, Sean Hollywood. How are you doing? I am fantastic, sir. Can't you tell what a great mood I'm in? Yes. There's a lot of reasons which you are aware of. Uh, Will's aware of them, too. However, we won't go into those because this is not a personal show. Uh, tell everybody about uh, about yourself, sir. And also, by the way, amazing job on yours and Hunter's brand new website for uh, Woolridge and Nunn. I love it. Thank you, sir. Yes. Uh, so my name is Almost Warrant. I'm an attorney uh, here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I represent individuals and businesses in uh, real estate matters, business litigation matters, real estate and business transactions, and serious personal injuries and wrongful death um, in Texas and Arkansas and nationally. Um, and um, I really appreciate your giving me the platform here to talk about uh, politics and law on your show. Absolutely. Well, you're a constitutional attorney, so, you know, we have an unconstitutional uh, president that believes he is above the law. So nothing gives me more pleasure than to de- let America know how much he is violating the law. And that's why he so yes, much sir. wants to win this time, because when he is no longer president, on January 21st, 2021, when he no longer has the power of the presidents behind him, I wonder what is going to happen. <laughs> hey, Will, uh, you have any questions for almost? I want you guys to get to know each other and almost the same thing, and then we'll get to the show. It sounds like almost is going on as a, a great attorney. I actually did a little research on him on the web, and it sounds like if I have to <laughs> I'll be calling you, sir. Hey guys, that, make that's sure very kind. Um, I appreciate those kind words. I tr- I try to say that I try to like to think that I'm pretty good at my job, but uh, the uh, there's a lot of lawyers out there uh, as um, not like you. John correctly uh, as John correctly identified. There's not a lot of presidents, and um, we we can talk about the politics of the whole thing. But I would love to visit you with you with you off air one day, uh, Will, to get to know you a little better. Absolutely, Sounds good. Gonna, the company's going to take the radio show is going to take you guys to all, all of us to lunch. Don't worry about that. Um, okay, so um, everybody can hear everybody. Okay, do me a favor, both of you. Make sure that your phone is on your speakerphone and you're talking into your phone. That's going to be the best way you're going to get the best uh, of the way we're doing it. Almost, we are working on a way to do either. Um, and everybody out there, just so you're aware, we're trying to make it to where you can actually see all three of us, even though we're in different areas, because we're complying with the law, which is more than what I can say about the fucking president of the United States, who just was photographed after all this shit about uh, he was just photographed where every one of his Secret Service agents were wearing masks, but yet he, his ugly ass was not. Now, what well, his that, response that about a mask like, is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That mask, that mask away from him looking like an Oompa Loompa. But he is an Oompa Loompa. He's the, he's the king of Oompa Loompas. Haven't you heard that song? Oompa Loompa Doopa Dee Dee. That song's about Donald Trump. Um, but anyway, I don't understand almost why do you think he does not want to wear a mask? He said it's because it makes him look funny. He looks funny anyway. He is an ugly human being. 
And I don't say that in a mean way. I say it because he's an ugly human being inside and out. So I think hey guys, to answer your specific... Bye. Go ahead. I'm sorry, guys. Go to ahead. An... To yeah, answer your bye. specific question uh, about uh, whether uh, why Donald Trump is not wearing a mask on a regular basis, my um, analysis of the situation is that uh, he's concerned that if he cannot effectively spin the dangers and problems of the coronavirus, he's going to be, um, he's going to lose the election, and he views it as part of his re-election campaign to not wear a mask. Um, if you'll read news reports, it, it appears that it's quickly becoming a partisan issue whether or not one wears a mask, and it's Donald Trump's Republican followers and um, not just his followers, but the, the Republican Party in general's followers are politicizing what is ultimately a non-political item. Uh, a pandemic doesn't care whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. Um, you can die from it anyway. And um, it's part of his broader misinformation campaign, which began in 2016 or even 2015 and has not stopped through today. Well, what do you well, think? I think? Well, just to add to that, I think, you know, we saw a president in January that didn't have a plan. We didn't have masks. We didn't have anything we needed. And the sheer fact of the matter is, as much like almost said, this is a man who desperately wants the economy coming because it was the only thing he was running on. Masks mm-hmm. indicate weakness. They indicate that there is still a problem. So if we're all out there wearing masks, we're not better yet, and he wants people to think we're better. So because we didn't have masks, we didn't have the protective gear, he has no plan. Every day something changes. If he wears a mask, he basically admits, yes, it's still dangerous, and that's not what he wants the American population to believe, because if they believe that, the economy stays slow, and he does lose the election. He's going to lose the election anyway. I, I have no problem in standing up and saying I really believe this is going to be a – a bloodbath for the Republicans in November. And the reason I do, I I have to hope that, and I'll tell you guys why. Apparently Mm -hmm. in the Republican party, you can cheat on your wife, at least three of them. You can be fucking another woman while your current wife is giving birth to your current You can cheat on your taxes. You can lie to the American people every time you open your mouth. One thing I don't think Americans will take is you having as you being responsible on your watch for almost 80,000 Americans dying because of your inaction and your incompetence and you turning this into a political football. And instead of saying, wait, you know, we need to maybe look out for this. He says in front of thousands of people, it's a democratic hoax. Well, guys, that democratic hoax has almost killed over 80,000 people in America. Just in America alone. That's a very, very good point. Almost, Mm -hmm. what do you think his thought process is? Or does he just have dementia and he just doesn't care? Does he just have a game plan? It's it's similar to what Will and you were alluding to, that um, should he fail to win the presidency, should he not be reelected, or should he not um, maintain his power through 2021, he almost certainly will be subject to criminal prosecution from a variety of states, um, potentially the federal government as well, uh, for items as broad-ranging as um, campaign finance violations to um, emolument violations to wire fraud, to tax fraud, to uh, real estate fraud, and there's there's a variety of other um, potential crimes which are under investigation that I think part of the reason why he's doing what he's doing is because of that. And if you look at the actions of Bill Barr and the Justice Department over the course of the last couple of weeks, uh, he's incredibly clear and obvious. They're not even trying to hide it. The corruption is in plain sight. Bill Barr literally said history is written by the winners. When he was asked about trying to rewrite the history of the Russia probe, he said 
quote, history is written by the winners. That's disgusting. History is supposed to be about the truth. I wonder how much of a winner he'll feel bent over in a jail cell being plowed by four different guys at the same time. How much of a winner well, he'll you know, feel Nixon, Nixon's that AG, way. John Mitchell, Nixon's AG, John Mitchell went to jail. Okay. Um, I'm just saying. The, the when, <laughs> when Barr worked in the justice when Barr worked in the Justice Department in the late '80s and '89, he covered up the Iran Contra scandal for Reagan. And um, excuse me, that may have been a yeah, yeah, it was Reagan, and um, that he he got away with it scot free. Bill Barr got away with it scot free. The Supreme Court of the United States in Nixon versus the United States ruled nine zero that Nixon had to give up the tapes for Watergate. In uh, Clinton ver- in Jones v. Clinton, the Supreme Court of the United States ruled nine zero that Clinton had to sit for a deposition. Uh, vis-a-vis a claim of sexual misconduct for Paula Jones. Um, if the Supreme Court does anything other than 9-0 on the um, campaign finance cases that were heard this week, it's, it's a travesty. It's just a ridiculous overturning of the rule of law, and Donald Trump may as well be elected the king. It's, it's a travesty, and I think I'm worried it's going to happen. I'm worried that the Roberts Court, led by Alito and Kavanaugh, are grossly corrupt. What's your yeah, thought I agree process, with you. Well, I agree with him there, but I also think what we're seeing with Trump and kind of moving away. Let, hey, hey, I don't mean to stop lot, you for a second. Do you have your buddy? Do you have your phone on uh, your phone yeah. on uh, speakerphone, and you're talking into the end of it because you're not. I can't hear you. There you go. Perfect. How's that better? Maybe maybe speak up a little bit. So, I know you so got it. I've heard you loud. <laughs> <laughs> So I agree with almost and and kind of veering away from the constitutional law point, which is really scary. And I agree with him that I think the court may rule in Trump's favor. And if they do, that will basically break apart the separations of powers that we've had governing the United States since the beginning. And we are heading in that direction, partially because it seems to me that democracy is a little too hard for especially Trump supporters because there's no critical thinking there. They just – it's easier just to say, well, whatever he says, let him take care of it because, as we know, Trump actually got elected not because he was a great businessman, not because he was a great moral leader, but frankly because he hated the same people that his supporters hate. That, that being and, said – That and also that Russia is, helped him. Afford, Trump is – Yes, is, of course. Okay, go ahead. I'll, go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead. Of course, no, of course, Russia. Of course, that's been proven, and and even his own department say that. But that being said, what Trump is, we're, we're giving a lot of credit to Trump. Some of the people around him are smart, but Trump isn't a smart man. You can tell that from his spelling. You can tell that from his business failures. But what he Amen, Will. Been, Amen. Yes, that, sir. Amen. What, I completely is, agree with you. Blame the henchman too. But yes, it is the hench. But what? What Trump is brilliant at, and he's always been brilliant at, is spinning himself in PR, and he does that by lying. He does that by blocking people, and he's done that from his real estate career, from the very beginning to his television career. Every time anything comes up, he's lied, so he becomes president three years ago, and up to this point, it's pretty much worked because everything was relatively complex. Or in the case of, say, the Puerto Rican hurricane, it was very far away, so all he had to do was throw a roll of toilet paper and blame them for their own problems and even not recognize that it was part of the United States, asking who the president of Puerto Rico was. You are, sir. But now that this has become something that is affecting people's everyday lives all across America, he's still trying the same playbook, which is to lie Mm -hmm. Change the topic. Now we have Obamagate. Anything, and I'm, I'm not sure it's working. It's, it's obviously going to work with his. It's going to it's going to work with his 100% supporters. They're not moving at all. But the independents are starting. So where that's because they have no self-respect for themselves. They have no thought process to be able to think it for themselves. They think that Donald Trump is the savior and Jesus Christ beyond beyond God help us. 
And I think Jesus Christ, and in fact, I know Jesus Christ would be, would just roll over in his grave, which he got out of anyway. But the thing is, is that all kidding aside is that there are several people that do think Donald Trump is some biblical character. And whoever thought of that, I'm not sure, because that is the most ugly I've ever seen. Um, but the thing but is, now is what that, we're seeing. But he's trying to use the old playbook. I do agree with you on that. But here's the problem with that. This is not the same election. There is no haters of Hillary Clinton. That's why Donald Trump had such a a really big um, – he, he had, a, he had a, something that we really didn't see coming was how much Hillary Clinton was actually hated. She's actually hated a lot. That is not in this election. Uh Joe Biden's being accused of sexual things. So is Donald Trump. Today, another woman came out against Donald Trump. Um, and Russia is uh, Facebook and all the people on all the social media. They're literally watching him very carefully. And YouTube just took down 300 Trump uh, vid- uh, videos that were not true. So, and then plus, Donald, Donald Trump had the ability to say, I'm not a politician. I can get this done for you because I'm a professional businessman. He has no record to run on except promises made and promises not kept, except for the rich people. Hey, guys, that music right there needs, needs we need to take a break and pay some bills. So, guys, can you guys hang around for just a few more minutes? When we come back, we'll continue talking about this. Absolutely, John. All right, Sounds guys. Good. This is all right. All right. This is all you need to know. Radio guys heard exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday nights, our brand new day, our brand new time, thanks to you guys, at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Our show today is brought to you by PB Entertainment Group. They are found on every social media platform you can be. I thought this was apropos to go to break, too. This is Britney Spears' circus. This is what this world feels like. We'll be right back. my dream car. It turns out they want me to start next month. She can stay with you to finish your senior year? Of course she can. <laughs> huh. Hey, want to drive? Really? Do you think we can do this, Robin? Things will be tight, but... We can make this work. That's great. Here we go. Now. Wait, Grandpa, what about your dream car? This is my dream now. (laughs) Principal, we can help you plan for that. Easy bake, lady. 
I know it's a little early, but look what we got. Props for optimism, but that is never going to fit you. Will and Grace, the farewell season. Hey guys, it's your favorite radio show host, John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio. Want to give you a number that you need to remember if you have any legal problems. The sponsor of our show, the Law Office of Wards and Nun, 972-863-9592. If you have any problems with personal injury, real estate or businesses, transaction, anything like that, you need to call these rock stars. They are rock stars in the courtroom, and they take no prisoners. 972-863-9592. That is Warwards and None, 972-863-9592, or all social media at Warwards and None. Warwards and None, the only name you need to know. They're the best, period. had a birthday on the second of this month. Hey guys, say happy birthday to Ty. <laughs> happy birthday, Ty. Happy birthday, Ty. I think Will may know Ty if I'm not mistaken or whatever. I don't think you have, but almost he's uh, doing these things called stageit.com where you actually can sell tickets. They're not real expensive, but you know, artists gotta have to survive. Uh, artists have to survive yeah. too. And uh, so they're doing it anyway. But when he does come back to Dallas, you're, I'm dragging you to a country show. Will, you're welcome. It would be Tyler. my pleasure. He's actually an incredible artist, by the way. Uh, he like there's a lot of artists that whenever they sing, they're a radio, they're they're a studio artist. And when Ty sings, like he sang his entire record, "What Mattered Most," the entire record acapella to me in his truck before any of it had hit the airwaves and I was like blown away but anyway uh, he he's the real deal welcome back everybody to all you need to know radio I am your host John Hollywood we have a very special guest with us tonight Will Cobb say hello to everybody Will hey again all right and we also have our constitutional lawyer almost Warbridge with Warbridge and none I believe you heard a commercial I done. We need to redo that, but uh, we'll get that taken care of. Producers, your man. It was really good. Thank you for the plug, John. Absolutely. So, guys, uh, we're going to get to. (laughs) You promise? Oh, oh, I thought you said you would. (laughs) I bet I could make that happen. I'm kidding. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) today's topic is. is there a possibility, allegedly, that the President of the United States, because of his ignorance, because of his um, beliefs that he is invincible, and because Michael Pence is a kiss-ass and he can't just be himself, is there a possibility that uh, either one of them have tested positive for the coronavirus? Let me give you some evidence here. At least 13 people in the West Wing, including 11 Secret Service agents, at the last time I've looked, have tested positive for the coronavirus. On top of that, Ivanka Trump, Donald Trump's daughter, which sickeningly he want, admitted he wanted to fuck uh, earlier this week, and I'm not really sure where that came from, but it was on the it was on the front page of the news. And I don't even want either one of you to respond to that because I don't want to give it any play except to say it's disgusting. Just one more reason not to vote for this immoral, dimension, egotistical, 
racist, homophobic pig. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. And let me make this very, very clear to all of our listeners out there, guys. It gives me no pleasure to sit here and bash the president of my country. I wish I could sit here and say that he was doing a great job. He's not. I wish I could say he's a great person. He's not. I wish I could sit here and say all the things he's achieved. He's achieved nothing that has not made him money. So understand when I sit here and every week by week almost and myself are are talking about the things that are going on, we are not enjoying ourselves. I'll tell you right now, and I'm sure almost will jump in here in a minute and give his opinion of this. Almost is a very um, incredible attorney with the most, his honesty is above approach. And there is no way he would be saying, it took him a long time, a long time, before he ever that said one negative let me, let me jump in and, and address what you're describing. Jump on in there, I, think, I knew you wanted to. Thank you. Thank you. I do. You know, the president, of the, the office of the presidency is... It's, it has awesome power and awesome breadth and scope, and the person who is the president, unlike in, for example, England that has both the queen and the prime minister, in our country, the person who is the president is both the chief executive officer, like the prime minister, and the head of state, like the queen. So the president of the United States is supposed to act in a in a manner befitting the office and is supposed to rise above partisan bickering to speak to all Americans and frankly to speak to the entire world. And even presidents who I disagree with vehemently on policy, people like George W. Bush or his father, George H. W. Bush, I disagree with him vehemently on policy. But I sincerely believe that for the most part, they have the best interests of all Americans at heart. Now, we disagree, but they're not boorish. They're not um, impossibly corrupt. They're not uh, serial pathological liars. It's just they're not uh, criminals. In fact, there's substantial evidence that Donald Trump personally, individually, has committed a bunch of crimes. And, you know, it does not bring me joy, and I I know it does not bring John Hollywood joy, to to bash him, to bash the office of the presidency. But Donald Trump deserves it in a way that other presidents have not. Well, and, you know, here's the thing that always strikes me, and I agree with everything you said, Amos, and I don't know that Mm -hmm. anyone wants to sit around and bash the president. I think everyone is just so in shock by the behavior yeah. of the president. But what amazes me is this is the first time that I can recall as a history major that we've had a president that absolutely refuses to lead in a national crisis. You know, he compares himself to Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln <laughs> stepped up and led in a national crisis. FDR during uh, both the Great Depression and World War II, the federal government stepped up whoa, 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 and whoa, whoa. the problem. He compared himself to who? Lincoln. Oh, you're kidding me. I missed that. Well, he says he's a better and that he also had uh, – he's been more abused, of course. You know, uh, <laughs> you know yeah, I, when Lincoln was sorry, freaking I, I heard that. That, yeah, his, little, his, his little performance in front of the Lincoln Monument, I have to say, yeah, 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 yeah probably uh, Lincoln's fa- second favorite performance. But anyway – you know, you've, you saw presidents come together. You saw presidents come together and lead the nation. And now, because there was no plan, there was no idea. He was terrified that if this hit, it would destroy his economy. He has decided he's just not going to lead. And for the first time in a massive national crisis, which, by the way, has killed more than the Vietnam War and twice as many as the Korean War, he's telling, oh, let the states do it. Since when, in a massive national federal crisis, has the federal government said, let the states haphazardly handle Hey, guys, I hate to interrupt you. We have some breaking news that's really sad. All right, guys, 
got some breaking news and all from all you need to know radio it comes from NBC News. The CDC has just issued alerts to doctors to um, physicians on Thursday on what has emerged a rare but potential deadly condition linked to COVID-19 in children. So now mm-hmm. Donald Trump is going to have that on his shoulders that children are dying. The illness, which the CDC calls uh, multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children, has been reported in at least 19 states and Washington, D.C., and was previously referred to as the pandemic multi-sclerosis informia uh, syndrome. At least 110 cases have been reported in New York. Three people have three young people between the ages of five, seven, and eighteen have actually died. New Jersey has at least seventeen cases. California has six. Other states such as Connecticut, Georgia, Connecticut, uh, Kentucky, Ohio, and Washington have reported small cases. We will post this entire article on our social media. So sorry, guys. That is just really heartbreaking news. So not only are we they kill Donald Trump responsible for killing our our older people, which is really sad in itself, which, by the way, also includes Donald Trump, by the way. Uh, you know, Donald mm-hmm. Trump's like 70-something. He, his immune system's shot. He eats like a, fi- a, a five-year-old child. So, but let's not bring him into this yet. Almost, what do you think about that heartbreaking news I just had to say? That was really hard to say. You know, Dr. Fauci testified regarding the novel immuno symptoms shown in in children a couple of days ago, and I had read a couple of little rumblings about it, but the fact that the CDC is coming out and saying something when we've already seen um, political uh, interference at the CDC with regards to the reopening guidelines means that it's very serious. It's really a really serious problem, and I agree with Will that um, – I cannot recall another instance in American history where there was a major crisis and there was simply no plan and a complete failure to lead um, as a result of that. And what I find to be very interesting is, you know, the news reports are all talking about 80,000 deaths. The statisticians are talking about 110,000 deaths. um, Or 150. So far in America. Um, And you know, it's it's pretty clear that there's going to be. By the way, I don't believe either. I don't believe any of those numbers. I think that like the right now we mm-hmm. say eighty eighty five thousand. I think it's more like a yeah. hundred and eighty five thousand. So I read a very convincing piece um, with uh, in the New York Times by Nicholas Kristof and a statistician from Harvard who does. Um, medical statistics that estimates that the excess deaths from coronavirus should be approximately 110,000 in America so far. Um, Now, I don't disagree with you that that might also be an undercount, and statistics people are known to be generally conservative, and I mean that with a small c. They want to make a um, uh, they want to make an accurate underestimate, generally. Um, so the the big picture question that you asked me was to um, react to the children's syndrome, and it's it's novel and it's scary and it's preventable, and other countries do not have nearly as much play of the syndrome. Um, for example, uh, New Zealand apparently has had zero new cases in the last four days, whereas Texas has had something like 4,000. Um, so it's a complete failure of the federal government to react appropriately, and Donald Trump and his henchmen deserve to be voted out in a bloodbath in November. I just hope that um, our institutions will hold and that it's not – too much cheating and rigging going on such that uh, the people can actually get out and vote these jokers out of office. And what's terrifying for those children, and that really concerns me, truly concerns me about the children, is first of all, you have Trump telling his advisor, Fauci, that the answer that we should not put those children back into school is unacceptable. You also have Trump today 
coming out in a conference saying that masks are overrated, and yet everyone except Trump and Mike Pence are required to wear masks now in the White House. And you're talking about tests, you know, how many people are there? Well, frankly, we don't have enough tests in this country to really know. And that goes back mm-hmm. to John Hollywood's question, does Pence and uh, Trump have it? Frankly, I believe if Trump had it, he'd be dead because just like uh, John Hollywood said, <laughs> I don't think Trump is healthy enough to survive it. But even if he did test positive, we'd never know. Truth. Unless he was oh, contrary, my friends. Has anybody ever seen the movie Dave? Yeah, Sigourney Weaver and Kevin Klein. Right, where they find someone who looks like him, which they'd have to blow up a, an orange balloon to find someone who looks like Trump. But I, 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 I don't think that would work for very long, John. But I hear you. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? I don't think it would work very long. But I don't think that they would come out and tell us and. If Trump has it so allegedly, I know, attorney. Well, I know. I'm listening to you. I see your taxes. But um, allegedly, if Michael Pence also has it, what I love and what would be the most incredible thing that could have happened in the midst of all of this, guess who becomes president? Nancy Pelosi. That's right. Under the Constitution. Well, I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you noticed today, John Hollywood and Alice, that uh, the White House announced they had no plans whatsoever, no transition plans in case both the president and the vice president got sick. It doesn't matter. That's the interesting. I actually did, I had not heard that news, but uh, that was in the New York Times me. this morning. It's the spin. It's the spin. They don't care. <laughs> the policy is not how they govern they govern through media it's not right what are we going to do to solve the problem it's how do we not look bad so i fully believe will i fully i fully agree with you that they probably do not have anything in place however stronger people first of all let's step back for a moment who is the who's what office is the weakest office in other, our branches of government normally? Anybody? That's, it's hard to describe. I, I mean, of the three in the federal level, they're supposed to be quote unquote co-equal. I would say, in terms of actually moving things on the planet, I would say the Supreme Court. But that's interesting but because not the Supreme the Court actually has it's incredible not- authority. Right. Well, it's, it's changed. It's changed. it's changed. It's changed. The presidency mm-hmm. was much weaker, but we have been exactly. heading because of the, I hate to say this, the intellectual level and the capacity for people to understand separation of powers. We've been heading towards an imperial presidency for the last 30 years. I agree with that. I do agree with that, sadly. But I so always heard in school. To... Go ahead. 40 or 50 years ago, you, 40 or 50 years ago, you didn't hear about you know these constant stream of executive privilege orders and things like that. You saw you know presidents being restrained by Congress, and yes, the Supreme Court, I agree with Thomas, is possibly the weakest in the sense of day-to-day activity. But of course, they can literally change a law permanently. But they're supposed to be co-equal, and it's a pretty good system. Question. Okay, but let's let you stand up and answer this question. Whether they have a plan in place or not, if they are both on a ventilator and become un- in- incapacitated, uh, what am I trying to say? They're not conscious. Doesn't Nancy a stronger power? But but it wouldn't have well, would make a difference uh, whether or not, right? Here's here's my answer to that question, and it's really weird. Under the terms of the Constitution, it's clear and obvious that Nancy Pelosi would be, would be sworn in as president if both Donald Trump and Mike Pence were to pass away. Um, however, my suspicion, because I'm that kind of a person, and I've, uh, you know, uh, Will talked about being a student of history, um, I, I think that in a situation where it became clear that uh, both Trump and Pence were 
either going to pass away or going to become permanently incapacitated by coronavirus or something else, um, there would be some sort of a stepping in where Trump as some sort of final act, you know, has Pence resign and somebody – and Mitch McConnell, I don't know, I made that up. But some other, you know, <laughs> Mitt Romney gets appointed vice president, then Trump dies, and then Mitt Romney becomes president. That's, I'm making that up. But I think that the likelihood of um, a, a transition of power where the Speaker of the House becomes the president uh, in the summer of an election year um, is just incredibly unlikely. I just don't think it's going to happen. Oh, and by the way, for you guys, I think you'll find this interesting. Also today, in both the Washington Post and the New York Times, there's an article about Jared Kushner, his extremely unqualified son-in-law, convincing Trump in January and late or early February that masks and ventilators would cause the stock market to crash, therefore not to promote them. Who is Jared Kushner? I, I don't know who this person is. Who is that? He's Ivanka he, Trump. He married Ivanka Trump. Who is he? He's, I, I, he's I know he's married to Donald Trump's. Okay, but so he is, what? A, who is he, he is the son. He is the son of a massive real estate developer in New York. His father went to prison. I don't he know him. His father. Well, are you not let me, what Will, I'm doing? let, let me actually. Seen? I know a lot about real estate, and let me actually slightly, slightly correct you because I, I think you're a really but sharp guy, and I want you to have this fact. are not letting me. You won't hurt it, my feelings. You won't hurt my feelings. Okay. Have, um, have you seen oh, when Mariah Carey is asked? That's okay. That's why we're going to get this thing where we can see each other so we don't talk over each other. But we're going to take care of that. I'm not worried about it. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen when Andy asked Mariah Carey uh, who Jennifer Lopez is? Now, everybody in the world knows who Jennifer Lopez is. Mariah Carey's answer is, I don't know her. It is a slam in the face is what it is. This guy has no, I mean, no, no. He doesn't know anything about anything. All he knows how to do is bankrupt companies like his father-in-law. He owes. So can I, can I just talk about what his father-in-law did and what they actually yeah, are? Is they're they're kind of slumlords. The, the Kushner family, and that's a very negative term for um, a landlord who – it's kind of absentee. It uh, doesn't really um, manage their, you know, rental properties for low-income individuals in a professional way, and that's how Kushner's family made their money in Jersey City, renting um, a bunch of crappy garden apartments to uh, uh, low-income workers who would commute to New York City, um, and then Charlie. Uh, got in trouble for some wire fraud in the early 90s. Chris Christie prosecuted him. Look it up. But uh, his son, uh, Jared... That's why, he wasn't has, vice, that's why he was not offered vice president, by the way. You know that, right? Uh, and, and, and Jared um, basically made a couple of really bad bets, one of which, the, the worst one, the one that's been widely reported, was that he bought six 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 Fifth Avenue. I swear I'm not making that up. And he grossly bad. overpaid. He grossly overpaid for it, and then he it was it wasn't earning su- sufficient income to pay the note. It was distressed real estate. But when you have distressed real estate that's worth a literal billion dollars in downtown Manhattan, uh, the that's a real financial issue for the lenders and for um, the borrowers. And so when um, one of the things that Kushner has done, and it was poorly, poorly reported, this was not a major news item, but he has refinanced that through the purchase, through a purchase by the government of Qatar, which is a um, small Middle East oil state with, substantial political issues and um, not really a good friend of America, but uh, they bought, in my opinion, and I don't have strict proof of this, but it appears that they bought um, substantial uh, favors by doing a refinance and purchase of that piece of real estate in downtown Manhattan from Kushner. He should be in prison. It's, it's a travesty. Yeah, now, let me make my joke this real quick. Didn't didn't Al Pacino play the devil at six 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 at that exact same building in the Devil's Advocate? I think so. No, it wasn't. 
I'm almost 100% sure. I might be wrong. It it wasn't that exact same building, but, uh, of course, there was the uh, uh, television show, 66 Park Avenue, which was actually based on Sonia. uh, There we go. There we go. Okay. Almost. That's a really good point, though, because uh, that, once again, I mean, you know, Jared Krishner had to redo his top secret paper work, uh, you know, like 75 times or something. Yes. I think it was like 121 times that he actually had 490 different people that he contacted. Travis, go ahead, Will. Uh, just you, you know, I, you know, with with Kushner, you know, the thing is, is he's now heading all of Trump's uh, uh, coronavirus response, and because you know, this is a man who comes from a crooked family, who was raised that way, very much like Donald Trump was. You know, Kushner is smarter than Trump, uh, not much. I mean, he's at least literate. You know, and like you were talking about replacing Trump with a Dave kind of president. I don't know if you could train a grown adult to speak like an eighth grader for the rest of their lives. But um, anyway, because they're managing this, literally, it's just the <laughs> corruption and the, and the cheating factor. I know that's a little late, but I'm they, sorry. That was funny. And the lies to stay into power are just going to be the only way they know how to respond. They don't Do you, know is there a possibility that Donald Trump could appoint him as the acting president if he passes if he go if he goes under the almost he well, could try. I mean, what almost what almost said is correct. He would literally have to fire his vice president. I don't know in a coronavirus situation. I was listening to what almost was saying. It would be extraordinary if they could do it because you would have to fire the president. You would have to. Uh, you would have to appoint a new president, and they would have to be confirmed by Congress. It would be very tip- – they'd have to do it very quickly. You mean by the bouncing baby boys that don't do – that do everything Donald Trump says? I mean that doesn't sound really that Yeah, pretty much. But under that, circum- under that circumstance, as long as uh, uh, Mike Pence was resigned or let go of his the vice presidency, Trump can appoint anybody he wants. Hey, almost. Are you out of time, or are you okay? Uh, if you don't mind, I would like to give my closing arguments, John. Okay, let me uh, do that <laughs> real quick for you, sir. I was so we're so I really wanted you and Will to converse today, and I really appreciate you giving us time. Will almost runs an entire law firm, and he is partner with uh, Hunter, uh, which we miss Hunter very much. Please give us, please give him a big kiss on the mouth for me. All right, hey, let, hey, let him do it. All I got to do is feed the dog. That's right. Go ahead, sir. So, um, you have the floor. Big, big picture, big picture. As, as I want to do, I want to make predictions towards the end of the show. And big picture, my um, perspective on what's going to happen moving forward is. Unfortunately, and I know this is cynical, but I'm I'm very uh, worried about it. I'm incredibly concerned that um, the Supreme Court of the United States, the Justice Department, and uh, Trump's enablers in the Senate are going to um, do everything they can to meddle and fix the election in his favor because he is unlikely to be able to win in a free and fair contest. Um, I do think that if we have a free and fair contest, uh, Joe Biden will be elected the president, but I'm very concerned that it will not be free and fair. I'm further quite concerned that uh, the coronavirus will continue to rage through America, and that will be used as both a very real issue that will depress turnout as well as a pretext to depress turnout. And um, I'm concerned that uh, we are not going to have a free and fair election, a free and fair transition of power um, should Donald Trump lose a legitimate election. Um, That said, there is hope. I think the the polling and the numbers for him look terrible. Um, And if it is a free election and there's a lot of people who are looking uh, for, for chickenry in the election, and if there is a free election, um, I'm pretty sure that Joe Biden will prevail, and uh, it will be a good, good day for our country if that happens. I um, thank you so much for your time this evening. Will, it was a pleasure to meet you, a pleasure to converse with you, and um, I will bid you good evening.
And I'm going to thank you so much. Uh, you know, we love your uh, intellect and your especially your knowing about the law. That was Almost Warwards with Warwards and None. This is John Hollywood with uh, Will, uh, our new guy here, Will Cobb, and we'll be right back. <laughs> And boy, that was quick. We're back. Hey, Will. Um, I just didn't want to. uh, Yeah, absolutely. I didn't. uh, We've cut a lot of our commercials out of today's show. We normally go to break a few times. And you're kind of learning as uh, everybody else in the world is. Guys, if you're just joining us, this is All You Need to Know Radio, uh, the worldwide number one show uh, in our time slot. Now, we don't know as of yet. We will know in about uh, usually two to three minutes is when we find out if we're number one and where we were number one. Of course, I'll share that with you, Will. Um, what'd you think about what you think about our conversation right there? Do you think there's a possibility that either one of them has the coronavirus? Allegedly. I think it's well, I think it's completely possible because I mean, here's the thing. They weren't following safety procedures in the White House. They didn't care. And all of a sudden now everyone around them has it. We know that you can get it, literally. I saw a video uh, that they made in Japan the other day, and they showed – it was just a restaurant, and they showed how quickly it can pass in a restaurant. And so, you know, these people have been around – this. you know, although Trump is saying his own personal valet in his typical way, I barely knew the man, I barely had contact, and this was his personal valet, but you know the man did. I mean, this is probably the man who puts on his orange makeup. <laughs> Well, and, and he probably helps him put his pants on because he's so fat he can't get him over his ass. But anyway, that's another story, uh, a whole other show. But the whole thing is, is that it's not – Donald Trump is not invincible. It's not like he takes care of himself like uh, – you know what I'm saying? He eats hamburgers whenever he is years old. And he's not 260-something pounds. He's probably 340 pounds. And you can hear when he's talking, he's running out of breath every time he talks, or he's snorting cocaine allegedly <laughs> before he goes on. I think it was. I think they say that's Adderall. I think they say that's Adderall. I think it's Propecia is what I think it is. <laughs> but that's what I think because back, he's losing his hair. But go back to when Donald Trump was elected president. And the and his medical doctors released his health information and his weight, and it said Donald Trump is the healthiest man ever to run for president. About two years later, and it was almost unnoticed in the news, the doctor finally admitted he never wrote that. He just handed the paper to Trump, and Trump wrote it. Well, and that guy actually was trying to become uh, Donald Trump's – well, I don't know – yeah, he. I think he's. He actually has residence right next to Milani. Is like, do whatever you want, darling. I don't sleep in there. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you'll never know if Trump has anything because Trump doesn't even allow. Whereas you know, when former presidents went to Bethesda Medical Center and got a checkup, their doctors actually released their health status. I'm going to tell you, we've seen Donald Trump is so hated by everybody that's around him. If he gets it, I promise you will know it. I promise. Well, you. they'll they'll leak they'll leak it, but it will never become official information. And I well, mean, and you're, you're absolutely right. I have a I have a go ahead go ahead. I'm sorry. See, this is why I wanted this thing, but anyway, we're going to fix that. Go ahead. But you're absolutely right in the sense that, uh, you know, as far as hated, I mean, this is the biggest revolving door of staff we've ever seen, and they either quit because it's too much. And they're required to lie too much, or he fires them if they know too much. Well, but he takes down any like he took a five star general down. You know, I don't know if you read that book. I've actually got the book. I can't think of the name of it. Where this journalist just parked himself. You know, the West Wing looks really huge on TV. They they go out of their way to make it look very glamorous and blah 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 blah. It's actually a very little area. I don't know if you've ever been there. But this guy just sat down in the lobby and just started taking notes and started recording things. And maybe three or four people over two or three days asked him what he was doing there. 
and he got some dirt on the White House that was incredible and so sad that it was, you know, it was actually true. And um, there's just no security. I mean, I think Donald Trump could be taken out very easily because there's just no security in that place. Everybody just, they run it like a big family or something. And I don't understand what's going to have to happen for any of that to change. And so what I'm saying, though, is that when a White House leaks, it's because the people that work for the White House are unhappy, but they're staying there for the good of the country. I think 98% of Donald Trump's, with with, meth head, with, with the exception of meth head Kelly Conway, and boy, speaking of Kelly and Conway, wouldn't you like to be a fly on the wall for the shit her husband writes on Twitter about Trump? I have a feeling they sleep in very separate parts of the house. I, I do too, or or they play it up with each other. Which do you think it is? Because boy, he needs to be an I, actor if they. I honestly don't know. I mean, you know, James Carville and Marley Matlin during the uh, Clinton era had that relationship, and they stayed together for many, many years. And uh, you know, uh, everything I've said, Kellyanne Conway and George Conway on the on the press are saying they're staying together for the kids, but don't get along politically. Which sadly is, uh, you know, when kids get involved, in my opinion, the, the rules change. The rules change. Well, um, you want to give some, a closing argument or what do you want to do? We got we to figure out how, with almost, we always let, I always give him a couple of minutes just to kind of stay like he said right there. If you want to do the same thing, fine. If you want to just end the show with me, we can do that, and we'll talk about the other later. We just never really talk about right, how well, to I can, do, I can do that. The show. I, I can do that, John Hollywood. I, I, I don't what happened to I you? I lost you. I'm what here. happened? I lost you. Go ahead. I'm here. I, I, said, I, I, I don't know that I want to. Go ahead. I, I don't know that I want to make <laughs> that, that. Lots of people do that to me. Um, I don't know that I want to make predictions like Amos did, but what I will say is I think the biggest thing that I've tried to tell people about all of this is, first of all, don't listen to politicians about your health. Listen to the medical doctors. So go to the CDC website. Listen to Fauci. I would also say that you know all, all politicians have alternative motives, and as far as people who are not getting their news from reputable sources, AOL or Facebook or Instagram are not news sources. And, or arguing you know, in the radio. Well, that's, that's the best news source. But <laughs> in, the case, in the case of people who will not look at mainstream press because they say, well, it's all lies, what Trump often rails against in mainstream media is opinion pieces, not the news. And so what I always tell people, if you read something that sounds far-fetched or unbelievable, make sure you find five sources. And make sure you not only read your side, but you also read the opposing side every day so you can get informed opinion and informed information. Because what I worry about is that we've become a society that's so polarized that we don't hear anything except what we want to hear. And when we hear anything we want to hear, then we end up standing in front of hair salons in Dallas with guns, and that's just stupid. It's important to take care of yourself. Almost 100,000 people have died, and I would hope that we as a civilization are better than being just constantly selfish and smarter than just listening to one stupid man who has never, never delivered on any of his promises, and his track record in life is pretty horrible, so I would hope we would just try to do better, and that's all I have to say about that. All right, guys, and this is John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio, and that was uh, Will, and he is going to be a, a new pe- person with us is what I'm hoping. What do you think? Gordon Gordon can uh, agree to be part of us for a while, part of our little family? Well, we'll just keep on trying. That's right. I love that kind of uh, enthusiasm there. Guys, I'm John Hollywood, your host. Remember to listen to our brand new show every Thursday night. You only get unscripted and the truth from all of us. Remember, guys, we we are in trouble. Things are not going great for our country. Right now, over 300,000 people have died worldwide. 
now we're hearing about a child disease that could be going around. Donald Trump does not care about this country. We must get him out of office. Remember, when you vote in November, remember to vote by mail. Do not go to the polls. You put your life in danger and other people's lives in danger. But remember, we are America, and we will make it through this. But we've got to get rid of the person who can say how much he loves America and he wants to put it first. But Donald Trump does not love America when he clearly hates half of Americans. From that, I'm John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio with Will. Uh, and I would like you to say uh, good night, Will Knob. I'm not going to say that any other wrong. And so I will. Will Cobb signing off. Good night. Thank you so much. And this is live from Dallas, Texas. Every day, wake up in the morning, guys, and look at yourself and say, what have you done today to make yourself feel proud? Good night. Right